0: Well, I want you to put your hands together as we welcome our favorite, what do we call them, our favorite wild South Africans that have come to
1: minister with us here on the first Sunday of November. Put your hands together, Lakeside family, and welcome them as they come. Sharon, God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord. It's wonderful to be back with you here in beautiful Michigan. And the sun is shining and it's a beautiful fall day. And um, I just know that you love Jesus to be in church in Michigan on such a beautiful day. Hallelujah. You know, um, it's it's wonderful. We are so blessed. Pastor Phil and, and Becky, we, we love you and um, we consider you very near and dear friends to us. And um, So it warms our hearts to be back here and with the Michigan family. Hallelujah. You know, God has got better things in store for us and we, we're not going to fall back like we did in, in time to the old things, but we're going to press on to the new things that God has got for us. Amen. And um, I'm so excited in my spirit because I know that when we consider who God is and who we belong to, because we belong to Him, then um, we stand in line to, to receive all the benefits that there is in God. You know, um, Rudy and I have been married 26 years. We're still on honeymoon. Hallelujah. And to some of you young kids out there, um, you know, I remember the first card that Rudy gave me. It was this velvet uh, um, on the, on the cup, top of it, and there was this, this heart, crystal heart on the card, and it said, I give you my heart. Take it. Don't break it. It was very deep. And... Um, I decided then I'm taking it, Hallelujah, and and so uh, you know with God it's the same way. You know, we can we can many times to when you find you've got a crush on a girl, you can say, take my heart, don't break it. And she may break it into a million pieces and you think you'll never be able to recover. But it's just puppy love and you get over it and you move on. But with God, His He's love for you is eternal. And His love for us is eternal. And He will never break His promises. And He will never break your heart when He's given you His everything so you can take what he's given you, amen, and make it yours. And you know, somebody told me once, God knows how to take care for what belongs to him. And if I'm not my own and I belong to Jesus, I've given my heart to Jesus, he knows how to take care of me. So just do that today and just say, Lord, I'm, I'm completely yours. Take care of me. I'm, I just give myself to you today. Thank you.
2: gave to you my heart Stained by the guilt of sin Then you took my broken heart And Lord, you made it whole again Then your spirit came and made my life renewed and there I fell at your feet. God there I promised you. that i'm completely yours for the rest of my the-
3: Praise the name of Jesus. Lord, we are completely yours. We just once again tie our lives to you. We connect with you. We thank you. Your word says that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus. We are anchored to the rock of ages, the brighter morning star. Lord, you are our God. We thank you for your love and we thank you for who you are in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah! What an amazing song of commitment, isn't it wonderful to be able to say to Almighty God, Lord, I belong to you. I'm completely yours. The devil wants you, but he cannot have you. Amen. Amen. Circumstances wants to swallow you up, but you know what? God is our God. Amen. What an honor to be here today and uh just so excited what God is doing here at Lakeside Pastor Phil thank you for the invitation great to be with you again and um so excited you know uh, earlier this year we were here um beginning of the year around March I believe and uh we we told you about the the upcoming seek and save uh, outreach in Tanzania that we were planning. Well, it's been uh, just over a month ago that we actually went to Mosoma, Tanzania. And uh, I want to just bring a report to you and give God all the glory. You know, we want you to celebrate with us because you as a church partnered with us. You prayed with us. And uh, I can stand before you, give God all the glory for 21,000 people that said yes to Jesus in five days. We give God all the glory. Amen. It was absolutely amazing to see what God has done and uh, we uh, we have uh, just uh, just our hearts are overwhelmed and and just just uh, bubbling over for, of the goodness of God. Now, some of you may not know what the Seek and Save Project is all about. Sharon's been writing these children's books, the Gospel of Jesus, on the level of kids that we can hand them out. God's given us favor in public schools, and we, instead of just Telling you more about it, we we prepared a short video clip to show you the reality of what's happening, especially in Africa, and what the gospel of God can do. So rejoice with us as you watch the screens and uh, see what God is doing through the Seek and Save
0: project. ISIS and other militant terrorist groups are very active in recruiting children everywhere. They indoctrinate these precious little ones and train them in radical schools putting guns and bombs into their hands. Children are very important. They are the true treasures of the earth. In fact, Jesus said, if we do not receive and welcome the kingdom of God like a little child, we will not enter it at all. As Christians, we have a tremendous responsibility to reach the children of the world with the good news of Jesus. We must share with them of sin and salvation, heaven and hell, confession and forgiveness, and how all have sinned and are in need of a Savior. Jesus
1: is the solution to your problem. It is all that you are needed. Asking into your life and you will be free indeed.
0: This great life
1: for you holds the key.
0: Through the Seek and Save Project, the Lord has given us favor in public schools uh, in many nations, including Africa and India and elsewhere, to share the greatest story ever told. The Seek and Save Gospel Books presents an amazing open door for us because we give a high quality educational gospel book to every child and teacher, regardless of who they are. As a result, we have witnessed precious souls connect to Jesus, many who live in Muslim, Hindu and secular regions of the world. With invitations coming in from all over the world, we now want to print 100,000 gospel books every year. you today to help us share the love of God and the truth of his goodness in a tangible way in some of the poorest places on earth one dollar puts one book into the hands of one child that means $500 will help us reach a small rural school and the thousand dollars will help us reach a large urban school either in Africa or in India the gospel is by far the best investment you can make in the life of a child The Word of God says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Thank you for your prayer, and thank you for your support. Together, we truly are making a powerful impact in young lives around the world.
3: Praise the Lord for every child, every soul saved. We count souls because souls count. Amen? Amen. By the grace of God, we're uh, this coming here, going to uh, South Africa twice in two different areas. And then also we will partner with Auntie Halda Bantane in Kolkata, India. And uh, just for that, we need 40,000 books printed and uh, going to, to the schools that she has founded through the, the Calcutta Mercy Ministries, and it's going to just be an awesome time. Thank you for your prayer and support for that. We really appreciate what you as a, as a church have done and standing with us in prayer for souls around the world. I want to um, speak to you today about the promises of God. And it's not just something that uh, I contemplated earlier on, but you know, God laid this on my heart very specifically. And as I was praying, uh, I asked the Lord concerning uh, the church and a question and, and the ministries here and the leadership. And, and uh, I said, Lord, what do you want us to share with the people of this house? And this is what God shared with me uh, that I want to just uh, release over you and then uh, we're going to go right into the, into the word about and the sermon about the promises of God. He said, Son, remind them of my promises and encourage them to hold on to my word like never before. Because I will do what I have promised to do, both to individuals and to this body of believers. Remind them of a bright future filled with hope and victory for those who will endure to the end. Tell them not to allow fear to govern their decisions. For my perfect love drives out all fear. Life has its ups and downs, circumstances both positive and negative, but my love for them is ever constant. So challenge them to embrace my word over their lives and to do what they can to spread my love to all who will receive it. And to my servants say, I've led you through the predictable and the unpredictable, the fat years and the lean years, and I've shown you how to prepare for future seasons regardless of circumstance. Know that the checklist of what I have promised you will be completed. Things will fall into place and even the hard to understand decisions that you had to make in time will prove to be divine wisdom, says the Lord. Aren't you happy for the promises of God? A God that speaks over our lives. It's an amazing thing to contemplate. I want to say this. God is not just a promise maker, but He is a promise keeper. Amen? What he says is, and when he says it, you can bank that God will perform what he says. Amen? Now, the big thing is that we need to know and understand about the promises of God, and that's what I want to share with you. Let's take our Bibles and go to the book of Second Corinthians chapter 1. The book of Second Corinthians and chapter 1. Just as you turn, I want to mention to you, um, Sharon has a brand new CD out called Serenity. It's called Therapeutic Piano. People have asked her to just put together a a CD with with music, piano music, and that's what she did. And, um, you know, just a tremendous anointing on the CD. In fact, it helps you to stay productive. While you could still listen and be in an anointed environment, sometimes if you want to sing with with a song, you know, it takes you out of the work, but this keeps you focused and uh, it's being played in doctor's offices and massage places. I mean, just what better place to just saturate the anointing of the Lord, amen? So uh, I wanted to let you know and it'll be a blessing to you. The promises of God, let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 20. I'm reading out of the amplified translation of the word. For as many as are the promises of God, say promises of God. They all find their yes, say all, say yes. Yes. In Christ. This is amazing. They all find their yes in Jesus. In Christ. For this reason we also utter the amen. Say amen. amen. The so be it to God through him. That's through Christ. To the glory of God. Say glory of God. Glory. Now look at verse 22. He also appropriated and acknowledged us a as He is by putting His seal upon us. a seal. And uh, giving us His Spirit or Holy Spirit in our hearts as the security deposit or the guarantee. Say guarantee. Of the fulfillment of His promise. I want to speak to you about the promises of God. As a matter of fact, the, the Bible word, the Hebrew word for promise literally means um, uh, 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 this, this, this will blow your mind. It means a divine assurance of good. When God promises you something, it's good. Sometimes, you know, people promises you, I'm going to get you. You're going to feel it when I'm done with it. That's not the type of promise God gives. Amen? When God is done with you, when His promise over you is fulfilled, it's going to be good. Hallelujah. He's a good God that gives good promises. The promises of God, divine assurance of good. It's a pledge. It's a promise. It's God's message. Now the Bible says here that all the promises of God, how many of you know that that includes every one of them? (laughs) None of them are excluded. All the promises of God find their yes in Jesus. If you want God's promises to be fulfilled in your life, I have news for you. It all starts with Jesus. It all ends with Jesus. Outside of Jesus, none of His promises can be fulfilled. Come on now. In Jesus, uh, they find their yes. As a matter of fact, the Bible is a book Full of jam-packed with promises. I did something I normally don't do for sermon preparation. I went to, to Google, and I, I I googled the phrase "How many promises in the Bible?" Well, there was about thirteen thousand. Answers, and I just glanced through a few as much as I I, I had time, and you know what? I found something interesting. According to Google, the minimum number of promises in the Bible is around 700. Okay, that's the minimum. Maximum fifteen thousand that i could glance now certainly there that that's not that's not scripturally correct i'm not you know that's according to google okay but even if you take that the minimum number is almost two a day if you take take the promises of god over a year (laughs) that's kind of awesome isn't it listen i want you to understand the bible is the inspired word of god And it's not just a historical document. The Bible is jam-packed full of promises that will affect your life, that will touch your life, that will change your life. God is speaking over you through His Word every day. If only you will pick up the Bible and read it. If only you would study it. the, The promises of God will jump off the page and transform your life. Turn to someone and say, God's got something to say over your life. Amen? This is awesome, folks. All the promises of God find their yes in Jesus. So, the yes of Jesus is the cross of Calvary. When Jesus hang or hung on the cross, when he died for your sins and mine, he paid for our salvation. That was his bold statement of yes over that what God wants. He, 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 listen, God's will is initiated on the cross of Calvary. It's Jesus' yes. Turn to someone and say, God's not saying no for you. He says yes. Another way to look at it is God the Father in heaven speaks the promise initiates the promise the father in heaven oh the Bible says I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you to give you a hope and a future oh when God speaks over you it's good it's a prophetic promise it's wow I want to do this for you and Jesus listens to the father and immediately says yes Yes, he affirms, he activates the promises of God. On that cross of Calvary, that's what he did, folks. Turn to someone and say, we have promises from the Lord. Now, the Bible also says that the Holy Spirit guarantees He's the guarantee. How many of you know that I can today take out my checkbook and write out a check for a million dollars? It's a promise or just an IOU. Million dollars, make it out to you personally and give it to you. You'll be happy until you get to the bank. As much as I would like to give you a million dollars, I don't have in the bank a million dollars to give. So I can do it sincerely, I can give it, you know, with all the right and appropriate emotions, but I do not have anything to back it up. The substance is not there. Guess what? When God promises, He's got everything to back it up. There's a guarantee called the Holy Spirit that backs up all the promises of God. God's words over you is not just empty of promises that might or might not happen. No, 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 no. The Holy Spirit and all the resources available in heaven backs up every one of. God. God's promises. Listen, to really look at it this way, Jesus is the fulfillment of every promise of the Lord. When He came to earth, in Him, the Bible says, He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, outside of... There's no other name but Jesus Why is Jesus so important? Well, he is the one that says yes over your life. Concerning the word and the promises of God. Are you you getting something out of this? Turn to someone and say, wake up the good part starting. Hallelujah. So... The promises of God. I was looking at this and you know I realized there's something you and I need to do concerning the promises of God. We cannot make them happen. We cannot do anything. That's God's portion. God makes it happen. He, he fulfills the promises. He says yes, but there's another thing that you and I can do. And that is say, Amen to the promises of God. Now, let me explain to you. The word Amen to most people today means or signifies the end of a, of a prayer. I, as a young boy, when I grew up with three older brothers and a younger sister, when we said grace at the table, I watched and prayed. One eye open on my chicken wing because my brother was sitting next to me. He never knew what he was going to do in the prayer. But you know, I was waiting and listening when I heard a man that told me now I can eat. It was the conclusion of prayer. I want you to understand that the word amen is much more than just the conclusion of prayer. It's a scriptural word that carries a lot of significance. As a matter of fact, it is a powerful word. The word amen literally means, so be it. It's a word of positioning. It's a word of aligning. Alignment. It's a word of agreement. In other words, when you say amen to something, you fully align yourself with what was said. You agree. You make it your own. When you say amen, you say, so be it in my life. It's powerful. Remember the angel Gabriel came to to Mary and, and, and gave a tremendous promise to her through the, you know, from the Lord. Gabriel said, you will become pregnant, and you will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, and he will take away the sin of the world. What a promise! And this young girl made a statement of a man with these words. Let it be done according to what you have said. That was her amen statement. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. (laughs) When you say Amen, you say, so be it in my life. Now listen, this is how you treat the Bible, folks. The Bible is more than a historical record. It's the Word of God over your life. And when you read the Bible and you find a promise of God, when you add your Amen, you position yourself and say, so be it in my life, Lord. Hallelujah. When you find a general promise, you personalize, It with a strong and resolute amen. Praise God. That's what you do. You have to say the amen in Jesus. In other words, Jesus's yes and your amen must connect, must meet. And when they meet, when the yes of Jesus over your life and your amen collide, miracles happen. Thank you for your enthusiasm are you getting this (laughs) hallelujah folks listen if the fulfillment is slow maybe your amen is low there's no problem with the yes of Jesus maybe it's your amen that falters you cannot when it comes to the Bible when it comes to personal promises that God gives you in the word you cannot say well I'll see if that's going to happen you cannot be Switzerland concerning the promises of God you must take a stance you must commit you must say amen so be it in my life Lord let it be done to me according to what your word has said can you say amen Hallelujah. Now, oh, now, now, now for the exciting part. Ooh, we get to go through the promises of God. All 15,000 of them. Pastor Phil, this is going to be a study for 15 years to come. <laughs> No, we just, I'm just going to maybe do three, four, five, six, I don't know. Let's, I, I need to just share with you a few promises to show you how this works. And then I pray that this will create an appetite for you to, to get it, jump and delve into the Word of God and unearth His promises over your life and treat them the same. Okay, are you ready for the first turn to someone to say, Unbuckle your seatbelt. The first promise I want to speak to you about in the Word of God is the promise of salvation. Say salvation. The Word of God is very clear. Acts chapter 2 verse 21. I read this and this promise jumped off the page. Look at this. This is the words uh, that that, that is very powerful. He says, and it shall be that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Say whoever. Say call on the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. Whoa, what a promise of the Lord. Whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means everyone and anyone, anywhere, in whatever language it is, how old, how young, how fat, how t- Skinny, how poor, how rich, doesn't matter what your looks are, doesn't matter where you come from, if you call on the name of Jesus, you shall be saved. Every creed, every race, every person, whether your bank balance is full or you have no bank balance at all, if you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. What a promise! It's an all inclusive one does not include any, exclude anyone, includes everyone. I remember last year we were in a school, Hindu school, in South Africa. They were so poor in such an impoverished area, they didn't really want us there, but they wanted us there for the books. They see the Seek and Save books as an educational tool. And the the, 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 the vice-principal of the school, a Hindu man, looked at us, Sharon and I, and he said this, he said, we, we, we want the books, and you can come and do your presentation, your show. He said, but on one condition. The show you put on must be all inclusive. I smiled at him. I said, sir, I promise you. This good news that we are bringing today is the most inclusive message there is. And I quoted this verse. I said, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He looked at me. He said, oh, that sounds good. (laughs) Hallelujah. Sharon walked up the platform and I saw on that platform she was standing presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ. There was this plaque and the plaque said this, this uh, stage was sponsored by the Hindu Youth League of South Africa. Here we are, God put us on a Hindu stage in a Hindu school declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> to a thousand Hindu children. It was awesome. After that, I took the microphone and I said to them, you've seen the power... Of the gospel of Jesus. You've seen what Jesus can do. You see the, the whole presentation goes about sin, how sin captures you. You cannot save yourself. Cannot get away. You need a savior. And the only one that can save is Jesus Christ. It's just pure gospel, folks. The gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. In, even in a Hindu school. That morning, I said to all those kids and, and teachers, I said, bow your your, your heads. We're going to pray a powerful prayer. I said, if you want you to invite Jesus to be your only Savior and you promise to serve Him and Him alone for the rest of your life, He will save you. He will cleanse you of your sin and you will be transformed. If you want to be included in this prayer, put up your hand. The end result, 98 to 99% of the children as well as the teachers. Put up their hand saying Jesus save me they prayed the prayer of salvation and I want you to know whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved (laughs) hallelujah that morning we saw well over 980 kids give their hearts to Jesus most of whom have never seen the inside of a church Now the local church can go and do the follow-up and get them discipled and all of that, but they called on the name of Jesus. Isn't it awesome? Turn to someone and say, we have a promise of salvation. Now once again, this is general, but you must make it personal. There's a promise of salvation in the Bible, but it's not automatic. The Bible says you must call on the name of the Lord. You cannot go on the call of your parents. Yeah, I have found in America many kids grow up in church. They go through church and Sunday school, but they've never personally invited Jesus into their lives. Never personally prayed the prayer. Never personally called on the name of the Lord. Well, I guess I'm saved. I grew up in church. No, salvation is not about church attendance. You must call on the name of the Lord. You must personalize. You have never said amen. You have never taken a hold of the general promise and made it personal. That's what your amen does, folks. Jesus said yes on the cross. You must answer his yes with a personal amen. So be it. I align myself under the Lord be my savior. Have you made that promise your own? Have you called on the name of the Lord? Listen, I'm an evangelist. I have to ask that question. Make Jesus personal in your life today if you have not done so already. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the second one? We have the promise of His presence. The promise of His presence. Jesus himself said Matthew chapter 28 verse 20 teaching them to observe actually for verse 19 it's just as powerful he said go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit teaching them to observe everything that I've commanded you say commanded I love your accents <laughs> hallelujah everything I've commanded you and behold i am with you all the days until the end of the age say i'm with you this is jesus he says i am with you always until the end of the days (laughs) oh you're not alone god has not forgotten about you when you go to the doctor you're not facing him yourself God is with you. When you drive down the road, here on Michigan Street, you need God with you in the car. Hallelujah. When you go for an MRI, you're not laying in that tube all by yourself. God is with you. When you go to school, God is with you. When you write an exam, God is with you. When you go to a broken family situation, God is with you. When you stand in an open tomb, you know you're not alone. But God, the Comforter of Heaven, is with you. The Prince of Peace is with you you. The anointing of God is you are not alone. Guess what? We're not alone here today. God, He is with us. Whenever we go all around the world with seek and save, there's not one place we have gone, and I'm confident not one place we find that God is not with us. He goes before us. He's with us all the time. You know, even here in America, God was like a South African God to us. Before, we come from South Africa. He even spoke to me in my my native language. (laughs) I didn't even know that God knew English. Until He said, work on your English. When I came to America, God started speaking to me in English. He, He knew I needed a lot of help. Hallelujah. But I want you to understand, God is everywhere at any time. If He can be on the other side of the Serengeti, at, Lake, at the shores of Lake Victoria and get 21,000 people saved in, in five days? Don't you think he's right here at Lakeside Assembly on this Sunday morning and he's got the same power and the same, same love for you as what he has for them? God is with you. Turn to someone and say, you're not alone. Don't you just love the Word of God? Look at this now. There's so many we can, we can, we can give you. Here, here's the third one, the promise of protection. Say protection. 2 Samuel chapter 22 verse 31, there's the statement which is actually a promise of God. I want you to see. 2 Samuel 22 verse 31 says, He, that's God, is a shield to all who trust in Him. Say shield. Marvel did not come up with the shield. (laughs) God is the original shield. And his shield is powerful. As a matter of fact, the Hebrew word for shield means a protector. It literally means to defend, to cover, to surround, to protect, to hedge about. God is an ever-present help in the time of trouble folks he's your shield he surrounds you the devil wants you to think that you're surrounded by demons he wants you to think that circumstances surround you you're overwhelmed you, you don't know where to turn what to do listen you're not surrounded by evil you are surrounded by Almighty God if you trust in Jesus he surrounds you he loves you too much to let you go he is an impenetrable shield and the devil cannot get to you because jesus is your shield (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) folks this is not i'm not sucking this out of my thumb this is the word of almighty god a promise that we can hold on to now jesus says yes over this i want to say amen so be it in my life i agree lord be my shield you see, that's how you apply, that's how you amen to the promise and it is enforced and it is empowered immediately. Let's do one more. Can you, do, can you handle one or two more, <laughs> wow, 20 more. Here, here's one, we, ha- we have a promise of healing. We have a promise of healing. Jesus calls himself healer. That's one of the names in the Bible to to Jesus. Here's something that I want to show you. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. This is powerful. Isaiah, a prophet, is prophesying about Messiah. Prophesying about the Christ who is to come several hundred years down the road. So for him, it's a future event, but I want you to see how he prophesies it. The grammar he uses here is quite interesting. Verse 5 of Isaiah 53, he says, But he, that's the Christ, the Messiah, Jesus that was going to come. It was future to him, but he prophesies as if it's already been. He says, He was wounded for our transgression. Say was. Then he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. Say was. Then he says the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. Say was. Now in the same sentence he changes grammar which usually you don't do. You cannot have one sentence with mixed grammar. I do it a lot but it's my second language. Here the prophet says, he was wounded, he was bruised, the chastisement was on him. Now look at this, he's changing grammar. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are, he'll say are. This is amazing. He, he, he's prophesying of a future event as if it's in the past. And then in the same sentence, he reaches back in the past and makes it present. Only God can do that. People say to me oftentimes, Rudy, how is it? You know it's 2,000 years ago that Jesus died on the cross. How can that still be relevant today? (laughs) You have to understand, the cross of Calvary is the yes of Jesus over humanity. And so that yes still echoes from generation to generation. And you can apply this promise by saying, Amen. You're actually taking your hand back and reaching to the cross 2,000 years ago. And you're pulling the atonement of Christ. Into your poor present tense right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is your healer. Oh man. If salvation's for today, healing's for today as well. The promises of God is yes and amen in Jesus. Ah, oh, you must connect with Jesus. You must align your life with Jesus. He is the healer. He is so much more. We have the promise of His presence. Hey, we have the promise of His return. We're not going to be on earth forever, folks. Jesus is coming back. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. In my Father's house, there's many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will return so that and take you to be where I am. Hallelujah. Listen, He's coming back. We have a promise. And I want to be one of the first to say, Amen. So be to my life. Lord, take me on the first bus. Praise the Lord. When you come, I want to be transformed in the twinkling of an eye i want to be caught up in the air oh i'm going to be where jesus is i'm not spending my eternity on earth i'm spending eternity in heaven with jesus why i have a promise and i made it my own my faith connects me to it and that's what god has said Folks, that's the promises of God. There's so many of them: promise of provision, promise of a prosperous life, promise of victory over the enemy, promise of acceptance, promise of adoption, promise of authority, promise of help, promise of comfort, promise promise of the anointing, promise of His Spirit. So many of them. I've only maybe named fifteen. There's at least six hundred and eighty-five more, at least. But I suspect thousands more. Thousands. God's Word is amazing. But you know what? We can revel and celebrate God's Word, the general Word, the general promise, and say, wow, it's wonderful. Listen, I want to give you the opportunity to say amen to some of these promises. I want to give you the opportunity to personally align your life with the Word of God (laughs) because that's when it is. Activated. That's when you pull God's word into your life and the miracle happens in your present tense, not just on the cross of Calvary, not just in heaven someday, but here in Lakeside Assembly right now. God's promise can be fulfilled in your life. So let's bow our heads, close our eyes. All the promises of God. Are yes and amen in Jesus. What are you doing with Jesus? Do you believe in the general promise or have you made it personal yet? We're going to start this time of prayer.
1: Every
2: promise in the book is mine.
3: You need to make it yours.
2: Chapter, verse, every line. Every line. All God's promise of His love divine. Jesus. Every promise in the book is mine. There
3: are people here today, you say, Rudy, you know what? I know about God, I know about Jesus. I just cannot remember that I've actually put my amen to collide with his yes yet. Maybe you've just assumed things that are not ratified yet. You know, the Bible says you must call on the name of the Lord in order to receive salvation. You cannot think your way into heaven. You must confess. The Bible says we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But if we confess He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, you have to put your amen to His yes and see what happens. The miracle of glory. So the first prayer we're going to pray right now, if you are sitting here, you say, Rudy. I just want to say amen to the call of salvation. I want Jesus to be my Savior. I want to call personally on His name today. I want to make it official. I don't want to have it in my head just as a, as a thought. I just cannot remember if I've ever done so. Uh, maybe I have, but I've messed up in, in the meantime. And I, I don't, I'm not sure of my salvation. I don't know if I live a good and holy life. I, I, I've done some stuff that still... Bringing separation between me and God. But I just want to make sure. I want to say amen to Jesus' invitation. I want to just be included in this powerful prayer of acceptance. A prayer that will ratify and activate the promise of salvation if that's you right now and you want to be included in this prayer i'm about to pray quickly with no eye opened nobody looking around this is between you and god and god and you if you want to be included in this powerful prayer quickly slip up your hand we'll pray for you right now hallelujah thank you god bless you thank you god bless you hallelujah people saying yep that's me i want to make sure thank you brother god bless you way in the back god bless you God bless you, sister. God bless you, brother. Hallelujah. God bless you. You're in front. Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Way in the back, uh, in the balcony. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to include a second group of people in this prayer we're going to pray. Maybe you're sitting here, and as I was naming some of the promises, you're in need of the fulfillment of some of those. Maybe you're sick in your body. Maybe you have broken situations. Maybe you just need God's comfort, God's peace, God's provision. You, you need some promise to be fulfilled in your life. You're holding on to it, and you know what? you you just think about it and say maybe i've been too neutral about it i want to engage god's word i want to believe god's word i want to say amen to the word of god declared over my life i want to activate some of these promises whatever it is we're going to include you in this prayer right now if that's you and you still want to be included in this prayer quickly put up your hand we're going to pray all over all over people with specific needs specific promises that needs to be activated hallelujah if you put up your hand will you stand to your feet with standing me we're going to pray together
2: right now
3: heaven let us pray together father we thank you for your word we thank you that your word is more than just a historical document God your word has something to say over our lives today and we thank you that your word is your yes over us you have already loved us you already accepted us you've already done everything you that was possible on the cross of Calvary to bring atonement and fulfillment to every promise that you've made and now Lord your people are standing on your word and we are aligning ourselves first of all those oh God that said be my savior they want to say amen to salvation. Lord, I thank you that you become their Savior today. That you flood their heart, Jesus. That you introduce your power to save their sin. Lord, I thank you. Your Word says the blood of Jesus cleanses us of all sin. Let the cleansing power of the blood now flow through everyone. Let them see not just the promise of salvation, but experience the miracle of salvation right now. We pray for every other one. Lord, there, there are people standing on promises very specific out of your word i pray that their amen will ratify the promise will come in and will cause them to, to 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 align and agree with everything your word says pull our lives in agreement with your word so that your word can be fulfilled in and through our lives and we give you all the glory and the church said amen and amen hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of jesus now folks i'm going to give over back to pastor i want to invite you back tonight tonight is encounter meeting and we're going to encounter the power of god the word that kept coming up in my heart is empower empower God wants to empower you for what lies ahead I believe we're we're stepping into a new season a new spiritual season and uh, God wants to empower you to be a witness for him and to be transformational in your thinking so come tonight we're gonna pray for everyone that needs prayer we're gonna have tremendous worship altar time everything but don't miss it 530 tonight God bless you thank you Pastor.
2: All the promises of God are yes and amen Amen. in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Oh, what a rich word.
3: I'll never read that scripture the same again. Jesus
2: has already said yes. It's done. It's up to us to connect with his yes with our
3: amen so be it